three, two, oh, wait, is this 64? Uh, 63. 63. Okay. Is this, this should be on. You know what's funny is that when be, I used to do the intro, be, I could never think of it. And then now you're doing the intro and you can never think of it, but I know it now. And you used to always know it when I didn't know it. Three, two, one. Good evening and welcome to the 63rd rendition of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. I really liked how last week's opening went with the rendition. So I think we're going to start calling it the rendition. Stick to it, man. I like it. Um, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Presented by Loyalty Liquors. Hosted by Aaron Taylor. Myself, Ben Schoenberger. And uh, shit. You know, we're back at it for another week because we don't miss. Never. And you don't even know. You, you know, don't. it's like everybody's got shit going on. Life is live. And fucking Elon Musk stopped taking Bitcoin for Tesla. Because it's the most contradictory thing in the history of humankind. Aaron and I just started talking a little bit. <clears throat> And I was like, well, we should talk about this on the podcast. So he was telling me, because I didn't really know this. um, uh, It is a Wednesday. We're recording very early because, you know, we got shit going on. And that's that. But so here on Wednesday, I guess Elon stopped taking Bitcoin for Tesla. Because Aaron just told me that Bitcoin uses too much fossil fuels in its what create i guess what creation mining process in the mining mining process right 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 and i just quickly said oh that's interesting because has anybody ever seen a lithium mine so all this shit's talking about you know green energy and all this stuff and does anybody ever think like oh wait a lithium ion battery a lithium battery that's in every, you know, every single Tesla, all this, where does lithium come from? Hmm. Interesting. Maybe you'd, maybe you'd like to look that up. Not you. I'm just saying the Royal you, you know, it's actually kind of funny, Ben, that when you had brought up lithium mines at, at some point in an earlier episode, I didn't even know that like, like people mined lithium. I had no idea where the fuck, Oh, it's like, it's, if you Google it, it's like the worst thing to mine in the world. It has the worst byproducts of any mining uh, industry. Yeah. Well, I'm dude, I'm looking at, I mean, I'm looking at some of these pictures and like some of them are crazy. This one right here, which you can't see. Oh, actually, you know what, Ben, you can see. Yeah. Cause you can, you can screen swap. Hey, bad radio, but we bad radio because AF. Um, And also you can Google it yourself. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. Right interweb machine. Holy shit. I didn't know you. I Dude, bro, that's crazy. I can. All right. I will never do that, but I could share my phone screen with you too if it was connected to the computer. Oh, that's computer wild. Computer. 
That's all right, forget it. Never mind. This is some shit with security and privacy came up. But anyways, I'm looking at this mine in lithium mining. I don't know where this one is. I can't. I can't figure it out. But anyways, it's like a hole straight to the center of the fucking earth. Oh yeah. And, oh, and this is like, Western Australia is where it is. Interesting. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy. So I I just happened to look it up. Uh, while well, you brought it up because. That was what we were talking about was that, you know, that how much uh, that the reason why you just went over and then you had brought up how bad, uh, you know, lithium mining was. And first thing that come one of the first things that comes up is an article from The New York Times, the lithium gold rush inside the race to power electric vehicles. Um, but I, I guess the whole point of this is that it is is not a good thing. But I mean, Ben, that's and, like, and, and hold on. And I'm not saying it's not a good thing, but I'm just saying let's figure out the you know the whatever fossil fuels are being burned to get these lithium batteries and then like you know okay in the grand scheme of things do you think bitcoin is really even you know it's like there i have to say i have to think the market cap of bitcoin is probably less than the market cap of like lithium how many products use lithium you know, it's like every smartphone mm. in the world, lithium ba- battery, every lithium battery, a- every smart car, um, all the new flashlights, you know, everything's going right. to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, hey I, it's a podcast. We talk about shit. Well, and I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I like that we, we talk about stuff like this because they're, because they're, it kind of brings up a bigger point and something that, um, Something that doesn't get, you know, get brought up enough is like the fact of the matter is like, there's like tons of shit that's bad for the planet and bad for the environment. Like, you know, I, I, you know, jokingly had my whole crusade against almonds now for, you know, whatever it's going on six years. uh, And I still have yet to have an almond. So, you know, big ups to me, but um, you know, in reality, like, you know, things as simple as almonds, but, but the bigger picture of it is, is the reason why a lot of these things are bad for the environment is because the demand at which we need them. And like the reality of the situation is, is that we're bad for the environment, that humans are bad for the environment and our dependency on things that we need from the environment and the rate at which our dependency on them grows, it just causes us to do more and more damage because, you know, we are extremely short-term thinking uh, a an extremely short-term thinking uh species that that you know fails to see anything outside and, and the reality of the situation is unless we figure so, out how to colonize mars or another planet or figure out light speed travel we're fucked no matter what we're fucked do you disagree i think i think population is is a fucking myth too dude i just i feel like i've traveled so much and there's so much un occupied land and now i get it it's the resources it's the re- you know what i mean well yeah drive, sure it's not just drive the land. Through west texas there ain't no <laughs> fucking water so you right. know what i mean it's like whatever um the thing i just wanted to say to you though is like so funny because it's like something we talk about all the time is like living in the moment right like yeah live, live in the moment well that is exactly like opposite of kind of what you were just saying and like meaning your point was very good in that like we think so short term you know what i mean we're not thinking for the planet sure you know what i mean but then here we are it's like live in the moment so it's like 
you know, like, so maybe we need to change that mindset, meaning live in the moment, but live with longevity in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely, um, I definitely agree with that. And I, I, you know, what I said is, is kind of pessimistic and like a negative outlook on, on realistically the future of the planet, but you know, or is the, it real? Well, that's it. It's a, it's a realistic outlook. You know, the, the human population has, you know, grown exponentially over the last, you know, 50 years or so. And you've got two countries in Asia that have, you know, almost half the world's population between the two of them combined. And so it's not, you know, it, just touching on what you said, like you said, it's it's really not about the land because you've seen it. I've seen it, you know, driving across the country. There's huge swaths where you go hundreds of miles where you don't see a soul, you know, and there, right, there's no right. structures. There's, you know, there's nothing there. But to your point, a lot, a lot of that, you know, probably wouldn't make great farmland or, you know, like you said, water. And the other thing, it's like, who owns it? You know what I mean? And what's well, the sure, purpose right. that they own it? You know what I mean? It's like, right. you know, just these land monopolies and like, you know what I mean? There's, there's places, uh, obviously, Hey, uh, fun fact, I like to ski. So sometimes I watch <laughs> ski movies and, uh, but, uh, so I was watching this one like ski movie and, there's just like super cool mountain somewhere in Montana. Actually, I think it's in Wyoming. And the mountain is like public land, right? Okay. You can't access the mountain because everything around it is all private. You know what I mean? Some sure. rancher owns this huge lot, this rancher right. owns this lot. So it's like, you know, that's another thing. It's like there's so much unaccessible terrain that's obviously undeveloped you know what i mean you would have to like it would take one of those big huge you know land rich families to sell off you know something and then you know obviously like easements and different variants you know variances can get like worked in or whatever and you know over time i feel like kind of eventually everything gets developed like it, it reminds me of you know i come from a dairy farming family like my my grandfather's father was a dairy farmer down in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And then my grandfather's brother took over the operation. And I used to go down there when I was a little kid. And I remember year by year up until, I don't know, I was probably shit, maybe like 14 or something, you know, 13, 14, mm -hmm. like each year, like a plot of the farmland would get sold off and there'd be a housing right. And then the next, you know what I mean? And now, like, I remember growing up, driving around down there and it was just all farmland. You could see everywhere there was cows, all this. And now it's just developments everywhere. And, you know, the, our grandparents say the same thing about Manchester. Yeah. You know, like Buckland Hills Mall, that was just a, that was like a farm up there. Right. And, you know, there was like Red Rocks golf course over in, you know, Manchester, all this shit and now you know it's like you see we are seeing in real time you know the world get developed that's why it's like a super i feel like a like a good thing to get in you know it's like in terms of like you know it's like getting land now it's like it's just well yeah i mean that's especially because that's one resource that there is a finite amount of and the reality of it is, is that there, there will be less of it as, you know, sea levels slowly rise over time. But I, I kind of wanted to 
back up just a little bit to what you're saying, because I, I kind of got off track. But when you're talking about like, you know, living, living in the moment and living long term, I mean, you know, it's something we preach, you know, all the time on this podcast, but it's, it's, you know, the onus is on you to find that level of happiness or find those things that make you happy. Because the reality of the situation is so many people are just so distracted with the periphery bullshit. And, and at the end of the day, you know, your life is yours to live and you just got to figure that shit out. But, and just one other thing I wanted to add on what you said, I remember the neighborhood I grew up in, like the, you know, when I, when we moved into the neighborhood and it was a developing neighborhood, our street went, I want to say six or seven more houses past our house. And then it was nothing. It was woods. And slowly over the, the time, you know, more and more houses got developed, but there used to always just be woods to go play in. And I just happened, you know, the last time I was in town, which was this past weekend to, to go up and just drive through the old neighborhood. Every once in a while, I like to just kind of see how it's changed. The whole fucking thing is developed now where I remember used to go up where they had just cleared out the land to put houses, but there was nothing there. I used to go up there with my friends. We'd hit, you know, golf balls and, and, you know, cause it was just wide open land. And then, you know, now there's 15 houses up there. It's, it's just, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy, but that's, you got to meet demand, right? Yeah, totally shit. Right. It's like, makes sense. If there's more people, more places, but uh, <clears throat> speaking of houses, Dude, the housing market right now, big time up. Yeah, it's out of control. It, it's going to come <laughs> crashing down here shortly because everybody's going to be defaulting on these. Like there was like a loan forgiveness or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what yep. I mean? Every, everyone just didn't pay their mortgage for a year or yeah. plus. And now they're going to be like, yo, you got to pay that. And then boom, it's just going to be <clears throat> like right now. Supply is super low. Right. That ain't going to be the case here coming yeah. up. It's But dude. then I'm curious to see what happens with like the, you know, all those laws in terms of um, shit. What was I going to say? Like, you know how like you're technically not like allowed to like kick your tenant out? Squatter rights. Right. Or, or not, no, not squatter's rights, but like meaning like there's, there's a lot of like loopholes in terms of like actually oh, evicting somebody actually evicting someone correct yeah. so I, I i have not dealt with that i hope i don't have to deal with that but i'm just fun fun fact the day i moved into this apartment i was out my the guy who was helping me i can't remember he at, at this point i think he was he was bringing stuff up the stairs to the apartment i was unloading the truck and putting it at the door for him which like what a guy like he volunteered to do that first like who the fuck does that like, hey, I'll lug these up two flights of stairs while you just move it 20 feet out of the truck. Anyways, so I'm moving stuff out of the truck and this kid comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, like, are you moving into the building? And I'm like, yeah. And he introduced himself to me. I, I forget his name. Um, he's like, you know, where, where are you coming from? I was like, ah, just, you know, just across town, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, you know, it's a cool building. It's pretty quiet. He's like, my name's such and such. You know, I live in, you know, unit, whatever. But, you know, I'm actually getting out of here pretty soon. I'll probably be out of here by next week. But, you know, I just want to introduce myself. I was like, ah, cool, man. You know, you know, thanks. I'll see you around. So, you know, the day goes on and move the rest of the stuff in. And, you know, I, it was a fucking 12 hour day for me. So I get my bed all put together, get my shit all set up. So I go to take Sasha out fucking landlords knocking on this dude's door he's getting fucking evicted like like 
four hours after he introduced himself to me. He's over here. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here at the end of he next knew week. He like, was. Bro, that's you're gone, that's a, son. That's a beauty play on his part. Like, yeah, because oh, yeah. had you had you never seen that interaction, it's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, you know, he just he just left. Yeah, no, I just happened to be it mind. just happened yeah. to be walking out. But um, yeah, dude. So the real reason I'm getting out of here is because like I'm getting evicted <laughs> because so. I haven't paid my my rent in six months <laughs> and I gotta go. Um, but going back to what you were saying about the housing market, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I actually had this talk with my dad. Um, I don't know, maybe about a month ago now, because like you know my my next step in my investment journey is to buy a two family home, uh, in, in my neighborhood here or three family, you know, whatever, a multifamily home. And, um, you know, so I had kind of been talking to him about, it. I'm like, dad, like, does it make sense to like try and do it now? Cause there is like inventory there, there are houses for sale in my neighborhood. And he's like, eh, he's like, not really. And I'm like, oh, cause the, the choice I gave him was like, or should I wait, you know, probably a year, 18 months when, there'll probably be more inventory and yeah, I may get a slightly higher interest rate, but the fact of the matter is, is like, I'm not going to have to necessarily pay 15% over asking, which is what like a lot of houses are going for. Totally, I got that. So, you know, I pay 15% less than I would if I were to buy it now. And so, yeah, maybe I get, you know, a half a point or a point or point and a half higher interest rate, you know, but in reality, that's all going to come out in the wash. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, I think that's like probably the better call. And so we were talking about that and like, dude, everybody's scrambling to sell their house. My grandmother and my dad are both selling their house right now. My dad, to them, it doesn't really matter. They don't need to sell their house. They're, they're just looking to downsize. Um, but people are selling their houses like fucking crazy and they're flipping so fucking fast and people are paying. I think it was something like 47% of houses are going Got over the asking over price. asking price right which is fucking I, banana i just i mean i've heard i mean obviously it's like been non-stop and obviously i feel like we're at an age where people are you know buying selling whatever and you know so you hear but like i've heard multiple stories like people paying 80 grand over what you know yeah. what i mean like and it or or um someone going like 55 60 grand over the asking price like the day it gets listed and then someone comes in over the top of them. And, and yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, what can you do? And, but even back when I bought my house, my little house on the lake, yeah. um, you know, it, it was listed, I think for like one fifty nine, and I came in, I was like, my grandmother was my, my agent. And I was just like, Graham, like, Give them 80 grand. Give them a hundred mil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I paid uh, 162 for it. Yeah. And there was three other offers. Yeah. So. Whatever. Yeah. The, the housing market's a fucking mess right now. And, it, and you that know, it's in 2017, dude. Holy shit. Crazy. It's been four years. The, the, the other thing too, Ben, and this also came to mind when you brought that up was the great thing about the little investing journey that we've been on, you know, over the, the course of the last handful of years is like, I see this, like what's going on with the housing market. And I think, Nope, no chance. Cause if everybody's right. buying, that's when you should be selling. And when everybody's selling, that's when you should be buying. And you got to kind of go against the grain if you want to be smart money. And the other thing too, about the housing market is like with people offering 30, 40, 50 grand over asking is like, you know, that's just debt, obviously, that they're, they're taking on. They don't necessarily, I mean, some people have that money laying around, but the majority of people don't have that money laying around. Well, that, so but then the other on more thing debt. is, regardless, if you got that money laying around, 
if you're not in tune with the fact that that money could be making way the fuck more yeah, money right, somewhere else, right. you know what I mean? Then that's obviously there's an issue right there. And dude, I'm like as many people that were taking this free government money and, and putting it away and investing it. Like there was just as many people blowing money, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that I mean, that's, that's a whole nother thing. We, we really haven't even talked about and, and not that there's a ton to get into with it, but <clears throat> restaurants in America are having like a ridiculously hard time staffing the restaurants again. Nobody wants to come back oh to work. All right. Yeah. That's so funny that you just said that, dude, it ain't just there. It's across the board, right? It's across the, every industry, every industry is looking for work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 there, there's so much work to go around and nobody to do the fucking work. And like, dude, they're talking about doing a fourth stimulus check. I mean, really? you won't get it, but That's they're talking about, I'm, f- I'm still waiting on two and three, <laughs> but Hey, but, Hey, extensions in baby. Yeah, Extended that's right, in. baby. I got till October. Did you ever hear from uh, from no, the Denver Denver not. Police Department? Um, oh, fuck them. But but it, it just backtracking a little bit, like <laughs> the, a, a fourth a fourth stimulus check. Here's the thing, right? If it's okay. all right, hey, dude, hold hold your position, hold your fire. It's it. Even on top of the stimulus checks, dude, how about you can Google almost every single business in America and, and see what they got for the PPP loan. Yeah. And dude, it's all going to be forgiven. We're talking, I, I don't even know, trillions probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? But go ahead. So, uh, so, four so stimulus checks or three the, a fourth stimulus check, which is like, all right. So if it's say May of last year, right? Rewind a year. And we're in the height of the pandemic and there's tons of people not working and businesses are still closed and restaurants are barely surviving and all that. Okay. Stimulus check makes perfect sense. Stimulate the economy. That's the whole point, right? Get people on the hook, get people to vote for Sleepy Joe. Everybody knows that, even though he didn't do the first two. A fourth stimulus check, when there is plenty of opportunity for work, it's just perpetuating this culture of don't you know, go to work. Don't go to work. Be reliant on the government to give you money. We'll give you enough where you can survive and live comfortably, but we're never going to give you enough where you can reach that, that next echelon of financial security. We're not going to give you enough where you can have a 401k or anything like that, but we're going to give you enough where you're not really living paycheck to paycheck because you're, you're not working, but you can live comfortably enough. You can spend a little money here and there. And we'll keep you happy. We'll keep you placated. And then, oh, next time we're up for election, just make sure you vote for us. And like, it just is such a fucking self-serving bullshit, like policy that. It, dude, it, it's like the well, it's like welfare on fucking steroids. That's a good way. You to know what it. I mean? It's welfare. It's, it's, it was almost like groomed into, you know what I mean? These baby boomers that are living off welfare that have thousands upon thousands upon millions upon children. And all these children are watching their fucking, you know, dude, some, some, a lot of children, you know, have grandparents that bust their balls and are whatever busted their balls or are still busting their balls. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of fucking people who have grandparents that just do jack shit 
and they fucking, you know, smoke. Si- ah, fuck, I'm being rude, but like, you know, smoke cigs and drink Coca-Cola and fucking wait for the next check to come in the mailbox. Yep. Ask that Gene, Gene down. Um, learn to talk, man. <clears throat> but you know what I mean? It's like <clears throat> work ethic is genetic. It's like, how old's your grandfather right now? 85. What, how, is he at the store six days or seven days? Seven days a week. Days a week. Open and close. Open and close. Okay. 85 years old. So do you think, you know, for one, you know, second, you, you know what I mean? Regardless, for the rest of your life, you're going to be like, I, I promise you, your grandfather will be older and, have, you know what I mean? Be, hey, granted, he's got to work and you have different goals than that, but maybe... Oh, you know, sure. You know what I mean? And the other thing, though, is maybe you you will find your thing that you work till you're 85, but you're right. doing what you love. You know? Well, and and, so, I, and well, he he loves that, too, I guess. Shit. He, he he absolutely loves it. And I and like it's just it's just it, it's it's opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. Where his generation. I mean, and you know it because, you know, I know your grandparents were, were very similar. It's like, like you just you work you work. That's what you do. You work. And then, you know, if you're lucky enough to retire, you retire and you enjoy your life after you retire. That was the way that their generation was brought up for him. He's always been a hustler as long as I've known him. I, and I used to work full-time for my grandfather for five years. And prior to that, when I was in high school, I used to work the summers in the store and work on the weekends from time to time. And like, as a kid, I'd be with him at the store. So, you know, I, I've got to yeah, know, you know him. How the fuck do you think you fund Yeezys and all this crazy old yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right, baby. You fucking rob motherfuckers. So <laughs> I uh so I've seen his work ethic, you know, firsthand and in in it's like you said, that's what he likes to do, that's who he is. But he just he he never had hobbies, he didn't have time for hobbies. He's a hustler, hustling is his hobby. He's always thinking of the next thing, always thinking of a another way where he can make a couple extra bucks, and that's just always been his thing. And, you know, I have taken on his work ethic. I, I don't mind working. I never mind working. I'll work hard. When I work, I work hard. But I don't want to work forever. And, like, that's the difference. Is like I have more things in my personal life that I enjoy and more hobbies that I enjoy. And that's my goal. So I'm happy to take his work ethic and put it to use. But I'll happily take less money to be able to enjoy my life more than seemingly he does i shouldn't say that he doesn't enjoy his life because he does that's like that's funny because that's like um there's this guy that my dad does fence work for over in south windsor his name's bruce that's all i'll say but bruce bruce is worth like probably 25 schmill okay and he's got all these classic cars and it's it's he's got this badass spot but i met this guy that like works for him and he's like he, he actually was like verbatim. He's like, that guy's got like $25 million in the bank. But if you, if you pulled up to him and said, Hey, Hey, Bruce, you want to go bring this load to the scrapyard? I'll give you half. And he got like, you know, 20 bucks. Like he'd do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Meaning just there's, there will always be people like that. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, that's why they got it. It's like, cause and, and, and- Ben, it's an awesome fucking thing. Like I, I appreciate people's work ethic as you get older and you start to understand your own, like, like 
you start to appreciate other people's work ethics, especially being an athlete, you know, you, you know, not that I was ever a oh, crazy so. serious athlete, but when you're at like, you start to appreciate how hard people are willing to work for their dreams and how hard people have to work to like achieve that, that upper echelon of, of dreams. That's the second time I said upper echelon in this fucking episode. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a huge disconnect. I think, you know, I'll, it's really not, it's not a ton of our generation. It's kind of, it's younger millennials. And then the generation after us, like they don't want to work. And I, listen, I don't fucking blame them. Nobody like loves working, but you know, I'll tell you what, like I, I, you know, the last couple of days have been really tough on me and I, and I, you know, won't get into it, but you know, the one thing that has been kind of not necessarily a bright spot, but the one thing that's made it easier has been work, you know, it's totally because it takes your mind off it. It's the exact same thing my dad says, you know what I mean? Like he loves fencing because it's like no matter how shitty your day is it's like whatever dig a couple holes and then like you know you take that frustration out or, or, or yeah. whatever it is or you know what i mean it's just like it takes your mind off it and and that's a beautiful thing <clears throat> and the same thing could be with like a hobby you know what i mean yep. or figure out whatever it is that that you know you got to do or you enjoy doing and and just keep fucking keep fucking checking off boxes till you get you know to to what you want to do or, or wherever you want to be yeah. however many boxes you want to check in life fucking check them you know yeah um, yeah i think that's a good point and i think like i think in, in you and i both do this and, and it's kind of evolved I, I was just talking to somebody uh, the other day about this was like like i was talking uh this person who i'd not seen in a long time and and they were kind of talking about how like they weren't really sure it, it kind of like being in a crossroads they weren't really sure what direction their life was going to take next and what direction they wanted to take and it made me kind of reflect on my own life and you know when i was their age uh you know like 27 28 i really didn't know either like i really like like i had i had moved to new haven i had found a you know i i'm in a career that i like you know and i i had an idea but I really didn't know what the next step was. I didn't, and then, you know, slowly over time, it all kind of came together and then boom, it's like, now I have the next 15 years of my life laid out and, and like how to get to each step. So like, it just, it takes time and everybody's path is different. Like, you know, as a society, we put too much pressure on people to have things achieved by certain ages and which is totally unrealistic. And like, I think we just, everybody just needs to be a little bit more supportive of each other and help people when they totally. can because you're going to need help at some point you know what i heard someone say the other day too and i mean i've heard it before but just a great little great little fucking quote it's like it all comes out in the wash baby you know what i mean it's like can't take it with you and it all comes out it all comes out in the wash so it's like you know it's like there's ways to to you know keep keep a little you know meaning it doesn't all got to come out in the wash but um you know fuck dude it's like it's it's how you live in you know what i mean chances are you live a good positive life and it, it you know and that shit doesn't even matter you know whether it's financial or you know there comes a point where you know <clears throat> that i think there's a perfect little like way to to put it it's like i believe there comes a point when you're living your life that the finances just come to you you yeah. know what i mean it doesn't the second you stop worrying and focusing on it and like, you know what I mean? It's like when you live with just that mindset of, 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 of 
money, 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 and, and you know what I mean? And you're not, like, stopping to fucking, you know. Smell the roses. Smell the roses, you know. Shit, dude. It's going to it's gonna fly right by you. And then on top of that, it's like the second you realize that you're, you know, or whatever. The second that you late. stop and smell the roses, you know what I mean? Chances are you're going to ha- take that deep breath and you're going to, it's, you know, shit's going to start coming to you. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you put out the vibes, whatever vibes you want back, just put them out. Yeah. I, I, I like, I really liked what you said there about, about uh, the finances shit, because obviously it's something we talked about a fuck ton on this podcast and, and, but, but I think, dude, I think that's the whole fucking world. Like, meaning we are at a point now where it's like, people are starting to wake up. Like, you know, it's like, how do you fuck? Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know what what I mean? What I, what I wanted to, to agree, agree with you on is that like, you know, if, if you're not a person that necessarily, let's say, you know, comes from means, you don't have a, um, uh, uh, you know, a trust fund or something like that. Like, it's like you said, if you just keep working hard enough, even if you like aren't making a lot of money, it's like, eventually it is going to come to you. Cause I mean, that was kind of my situation. You know, I was working for a company, I was working my ass off and, and I wasn't making enough money to sustain my lifestyle. Now, granted, I could have lived a significantly cheaper lifestyle, but you know, the lifestyle I wanted to live, I didn't have the money for. And I worked my ass off and worked two jobs and worked six, seven days a week just to make ends meet. And then eventually the money did come and the money started right. and now, coming and more and now, money kept like, coming. You have fucking beautiful plants behind you look at those things yo I mean, my majesty palm I, is getting dude, out of fucking I know, control but i mean like it's so upset Thank i'm you. so upset the readers can't see because look at it it's fucking it's magic it's fucking gigantic you're that a plant thing. guy now i'm a plant guy now but um but what look you at were... that look at that you're you're filtering your air you're putting oxygen in your air. you're bro there's so much oxygen in this fucking apartment it's out of control um but you know we got two life forms i bet in back in the day when you didn't have plants you didn't have as much financial security you're right and you know what sasha destroyed my money tree okay just it's a okay. little aside. Whatever. She Sasha's always been a plant eater, loves eating grass, always been her thing. Uh, and so the money tray I used to keep next to my bed, not for any real specific reason. I just like the way it looked there. So I come home one day, the money tree's on the floor. She went to town, ate a bunch of the leaves, knocked it over. I'm like, you son of a bitch. So I, you know, cleaned it all up. I put the money tree back in the pond. I said, you know, what? I'm not giving up on this money tree. She, she's not dead yet. She's still got some life. I pulled off all the, you know, all the leaves that Sasha had eaten some of and just left it. The money tree right now is out of fucking control. It is thriving. I moved the, it to a new spot. It's perfect, thriving. Another perfect example. Yeah, man. You reap what you sow. Yeah. You fucking. What's that old expression? The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. You know, love that expression too. <laughs> um, well, but, shit, dude. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's a Wednesday night. You know, I think we just had a great talk, and rather than dragging it out anymore and, and sounding like a a couple of uh, you know dumb dumb heads, if we just keep I don't trying, I don't think we're dumb dumb heads at all. I think we're we're smart smart heads. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, Spenny. Um. It, this is usually the part of the episode where I say episode 63 of the Sunday Conversation podcast that was presented by Loyalty Liquors. Did you say that in the beginning? I don't know if you said that in yeah, the beginning. I well, I got it. Yeah. Now. Anyways. Um, well, we always do it in the front and the back. It's part of our uh, agreement. It's part of our contractual agreement that we just had drawn up. Um, subscribe, rate, review, 
check us out, uh, check out our Patreon page, which is linked to our Instagram or linked in our bio on our Instagram at Sunday conversation. Um, and honestly, I, I happen to just a quick, one more quick thing. I happen to look at the metrics, uh, for the first time in probably, I don't know, six weeks the other day. And it's fucking crazy that we're getting, you know, between 400 and 500 downloads a month. That people are fucking well, listening hey, if to you this build shit. it, they will come. So I know I, you know, hey, it's li- Hey, it's funny because I actually have, I have 350 different IPs set up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I stream on every single device and uh, yeah, that's how, Hey, however on. you got to do it, man. And, and, we- and, and everybody knows that we're, we're talking. We always, we always say, you know, 350 to 500 but that's in the that's the thousands yeah thousands that's 350 to 500,000 a week we got we can't thank you guys enough Um, so if if you if you don't look at nielsen data everybody knows nielsen data is in the thousands when it's listed so of course you know that dumb on me i just assume our listeners knew but uh benny great chat buddy love you love you bro